Weekend's not over. It's a big game tonight. Uh, Tom Brady's Bucks, Alvin Kamara, the Saints. They could get right back in at 8 Eastern tonight on ESPN. Uh, ESPN Deportes, the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli on ESPN2. Coverage starts with Monday Night Countdown at 6. Hey, RC, before we start a new hour, uh, uh, Najee Harris... Uh, doing this to Richie Grant, is this nice? Tell so it, first of all, it's not nice because they always do this to oh, TDs. The only reason I do love it is because it's a Pittsburgh Steeler oh. inflicting pain on another team. But when you put your hand in a man's face in front oh. of his kids like that and slam them on the ground, it's disrespectful and it's the stinking holiday season. <laughs> now I got to go home with my kids. Like I'm like, oh, no, I can't buy you that extra gift. He's like, you weren't acting like that when Najee mushed you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not dealing with that, bro. Like, you, you're not, you can't get no respect in your house as a man does you like something like that on TV. Like I'm so thankful I could only throw. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm thankful I couldn't even do that. Uh, we welcome you back to another hour live from the seaport. We are brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. The group is perfect. The games were unbelievable. Roll it. We start with the very best. We got Patrick Mahomes against Joe Burrow. We've seen it three times in the last year. How many times has Burrow won? All on. How about that? Go Burrow. <laughs> Yesterday. Let's start third quarter. Chiefs down 14-10. Third down MVS. All out pressure. Zero coverage. Man blitz. You split the middle of the yeah. field. A beautiful throw from Patrick to MVS. And then that sets up Isaiah Pacheco takes it in. Gives Casey the lead. I, I want to credit Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. They stayed patient. Ran the football third and four down in the red zone. They punched it in with physicality. Next Chiefs drive with the game tied at 17. There's another third and long and it's MVS again. I love it. So he peeks left when he catches the snap. He gets a high pylon versus man coverage. Allows his receiver to go up and make a catch. And later in the drive, Chiefs a fourth and goal. Mahomes does it himself. Listen, I love the way that he sees the opening. He attacks it, gets in the air. I'm Michael Jordan. They took a long look at this acrobatic touchdown, and they see before he loses the ball, he does break the plane. Kansas City up 24-17. Hey, I love the play. 24-20 in the fourth now on a second down. Here's Mahomes. Kelsey did not have a particularly big day, and then he had a particularly bad moment here. Watch Pratt, though. After Kelsey makes that catch, the two things for me, RC, he's going to, one, punch, punch mm -hmm. and then rip. That's really good coaching, right? And then putting that coaching into the moment, a huge takeaway for this Bengals defense. So, now, Cincinnati's got their chance. Third and 14, or third and four from the 14, excuse me, it's Burrow for Tyler Boyd. I can't wait to break this one down. Credit Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan, their play caller, for getting Boyd in that one-on-one -on -one matchup. Joe knowing exactly where and when to throw that football. And then he's got Chris Evans, and the Bengals have taken the lead. A notorious playmaker for this offense. Really notorious. <laughs> he's also plays Captain America. Snap the huddle up. <laughs> Next Chiefs possession. All right, we got four minutes to go. Here's the critical decision that coaches get paid to make Rex Ryan. Mahomes back to throw. This time, Joseph Osai is going to chase him down. Yeah. It's a fourth down. Now, you're going to leave your quarterback out there. You're going to try a 55-yard field goal. I'm going to try a 55-yard field goal, but, you know, what? I never had Patrick Mahomes before. Well, and, and so you don't know what that feels like. I don't know what it feels like. You're still like. going to lose even if you make it. He's Go an, for it. an excellent kicker. He just misses that, so 55 yards is no good. And so now Casey's got to get the ball back, and guess what? Joe Burrow wouldn't give it to him. Players over plays. Get the ball in Jamar Chase's hands. Great block by T. Yes. Higgins out on the perimeter. Then third and 11. You get the one-step slant up top. Look at this ball placement. Just... <laughs> they never give them the ball back. Cincinnati wins. The persuasion is just kind of, I just you stay out there and just hope that he calls it. 
um, uh, get the fourth down uh, chance. But we paid Bucker, and we have one of the best kickers in the league. So we trust in him in those moments, and he's made a lot of big kicks. So uh, this one didn't go our way, but if we're in that moment again, I, I trust that he'll make it. Our team knows what it takes to win those kind of games. It's, it's December now. This is when we start to turn it up. We just find ways to win these games. That's all there is to say about it. That's the only thing you got wrong all day. There's a lot more to say about it than just that, Joe. Thank you. Let's start little picture and then work our way big yep. picture. Rex, he kicks the field goal. His yeah. quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. At best, he's going to tie the game with that and give the ball back to Burrow. How about that decision? Yeah, and make him drive 75 yards. And, and who's to say you won't get the, the ball back? So, to me, I'm not going to question Andy Reid. Orlovsky hasn't had as many wins as Andy Reid, and I haven't either. So I'm just telling you, put a, you put us together, no chance. So it's like, no, I think he made the right decision. That kicker usually is automatic, even from that range. I, I thought the operation was bad. That's why he missed. I have a question for Dan, because I know Dan thinks that they should have gone for it. Fourth and five doesn't make you scared. Fourth, if, it, if it's fourth and three, I mean, fourth and two, I yes. think you feel differently. You can move Patrick Mahomes. You can throw. You might get to sprint out. You might be able to go boot or figure out a way to get him outside the pocket and give him some options. But fourth and five, I think, kind of dwindles down what you can do, especially with the way Lou Anarumo has played them in the second half of games, I guess the last three. Yeah, and I agree with that, but I have Patrick. For, fourth and I don't care. You know, having Patrick is a part of it. I think the two things – that even more take it to the next level for me with the decision arts here. Number one, I don't think my defense is good enough to get off the field if I'm Kansas City. Okay. Straight up, I don't. I, I don't think they're a terrible unit. I just don't think they're good enough against that offense. And then I think we have to put Joe in that conversation of don't give him a chance. Just the way we have with Patrick and Josh in the AFC, you can't give him a chance. So even if you make that kick, you're going to tie the game and you're giving one of the deadliest quarterbacks in football three minutes to go. That's a lifetime for that young man. So that's why I say I have Patrick Mahomes. I don't care if it's fourth and five. Patrick, we're going to win the game because we go convert this and go take the lead with 10 seconds to go, or we're going to lose the game because we didn't get it. All right, so, so then let's go a little bit, broaden the lens a little bit here, RC, because mm -hmm. you mentioned it, and I just threw it to you there at the yeah. top of the hour. These teams have played each other three times yeah. in the last calendar year with a lot on the line, and Cincinnati has won all three. Yeah. Why? Because of the quarterback. Listen, everybody understands what Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs mean to the AFC. That's Michael Jordan. That's the Chicago Bulls. That's the team to beat every year. When Michael Jordan was the guy, as Patrick Mahomes is, he never had a Joe Burrow. Mm. He never had a dude that stepped on the field and every single time say to himself, you know what? We're going to go win this game. You know what? We're going to go make those plays. Mm. You listen to his mindset. Joe Burrow's mindset is a championship mindset. We start to win games in, de in December. We know how to win games games like that and you're not just playing anybody you're across from Patrick Mahomes you're across from like my homeboys say the best we got yeah and every single time you played each other in this calendar year which is three times the most important game in the AFC he was better he was more clutch he willed his team to a win and then said something that made me think he said we have to start putting Joe Burrow in the Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen category when it comes to guys you don't want to get the ball to give the ball to I think the difference is Joe does all the small things that don't, that don't jump off the screen, right? Josh, you see it. Patrick, we see it. We can go, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Joe doesn't do things that we can feel and yeah. see yes. that we can't do. And, and, and so uh, one of my notes is, and I think Patrick's the best player in the NFL, every team and every kid is trying to become Patrick. And every team's trying to go find Patrick. You're not going to find him. Yeah. He's an outlier because we can see those things and go, what? 
Josh is the same way. It makes you draft Zach Wilson second. Correct. I could have lived without that. I mean, honestly, I I could have lived without that. If I was a team, I would try to find the next Joe Burrow, the guy that's got incredible leadership, great pocket mechanics, two hands on the ball over time, outstanding ball place, placement, uncanny but, clutch. Anticipation. I think you don't think that's an outlier? But I think a lot of those things Joe developed over time. Yeah. I think those things are coachable things where I think Patrick and Josh have uncoachable yeah, stuff. Like, it's all the intangibles, too. I compare them to Tom Brady. I mean, like, yeah, his yeah, intangibles sure. are unbelievable. But if you're going to say that the basketball thing, shouldn't we say Chamberlain-Russell? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just throwing it out there, but no, I go right. back 100 Chamberlain years. Chamberlain had yeah. all the numbers, and Russell's yeah, team yeah. always won. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what it reminds me yeah, of for sure. right now in, in, in this type of matchup. I don't, I'm going to tell you what he reminds me of, and I'm going to make an analogy that, that, or, that maybe only Rex is old enough at this table to remember. There used to be a show called Super Friends when all of the all different of superheroes yeah. would come together. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are like Superman and Spider-Man. They have like superpowers. Yep. You can see what – and then and then you got Joe Burrow. He's Batman. He doesn't have any special powers. He's he got a so utility belt. Smart he's throwing it he Robin, though. With all of his – he's got super smarts. And that's how he – how does he do this, Dan? Because well, uh, I think all the most important quarterback qualities, Joe does at a 10. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the thing for me. Like, And I'd say this. Defenses always ask quarterback questions, and I believe he's Allen Iverson. He always has the answer to what that question from the defense is. Third and four, they want the short post at the top of the screen to Jamar Chase. They played the perfect coverage. It's cover three. This place stinks versus this coverage. That's the question. What do I do with the football? Two hands, take the check down. Perfect. Get get that third down conversion. Then they're going to go to, well, we're going to rush three men. And instead of panicking and running out of the pocket, hang, hang, hang. And when the fourth guy commits at the top 55, now go and go scramble and get down. Uh, This is my favorite play of the game. Third down, you're going to motion your receiver from the backfield outside. You're trying to outflank the defense real quick. Well, the defense says, well, what are you going to do if we play outside and pass off, outside leverage, the flat and a stick? Reset to Jamar Chase, put the ball on his left shoulder away from that driving safety. He always has the answer, guys. Yeah. And that's where I think Joe's superpower is, is and that's what it never allows him to panic with the football. That was Batman's superpower, yeah. too. Go ahead. <laughs> Can we give a little credit to their offensive line? Yeah. yeah. Because, quite honestly, that Stunk it up that early this season. Different. They stunk it up. Remember, Burrow was – he looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Offensive line stunk. Well, how about him now? Can I ask you a question? While I agree with that, I think that's more an indictment on Kansas City does not have a dude outside of Chris Jones Jones. that you sit there and say, we got to worry about him in pass pro. That's how I feel. No, and I I get that, but – you can't have everything. you got Patrick Mahomes on your team, so you can't have everything. Look, for most of this season, I feel like we've been tap dancing around. The, it, it's Kansas City and Buffalo. It's Kansas City and Buffalo. Joe Burrow has just knocked on the door and said, yeah. hold on, everybody. Don't forget about the Bengals, who, oh, by the way, are the reigning AFC champs. As we continue, oh, no, San Francisco. Jimmy G is down. He will not get up. The question is simple. Are there Super Bowl hopes finished? He will answer it. Next, plus an incredible fourth quarter explosion for the Cowboys last night. Are they now the team to beat in the NFC? Hey, RC, the answer is yes. (laughs) It's not yes. We'll explain why. (laughs) It's no. It's yes. Gary Jones says it is. 
Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. How do you go from where you are to where you want to be? And I think you have to have an enthusiasm for life. You have to have a dream, a goal. You have to be willing to work for it. Best week of the year for us, V-Week at ESPN, partnering with the V-Foundation. Game-changing research saves lives. You can join our fight against cancer if you can in any way by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to cancer research. All right, back on Get Up, Dolphins, Niners, and here we go. Uh, the story of the day is supposed to be Mike, Don- Mike McDaniel facing off against his former head coach, Kyle Shanahan, his mentor, all the rest of that, and then everything gets completely forgotten. First quarter, terrible. Jimmy G goes down. It's a broken foot. He mm. will require season-ending surgery. He nor this team can catch a break. I mean, he's been playing such got good, solid football. He gets hurt. This is a Super Bowl contending team. And now they're on their third-string quarterback. And, and that man is rookie Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant in last year's draft and candidly played great yesterday. He was big time. You see a little bit of ball fake, kick the ball, the use check there. That was really good design by Kyle Shanahan. And just find the really good weapons. They have several of them, RC, including George Kittle. Listen, George Kittle is a guy that's been kind of quiet this yeah. year. But now he pops right up. You get an in that's free. Brock Purdy throws it in the face of the pressure. And then maybe Rex, the best of them, is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, mm. there's no question that's the best of them. And, and look, the Niners have been great through the years. They haven't had a guy like this. Uh, meaning McCaffrey, and here's the touchdown. And I love this. You widen, you pin defenders really one far and one inside. You put it right on his chest, and he's fired up and knows he's ready for the moment. San Francisco up 17-10 at the half. Third quarter. Now, Tua uh, looks uncomfortable. Miscommunication, though. Like, the, the, the running back not even looking for the ball. I don't even know if he still expected the ball to get thrown to him. Easy interception for Jimmy Ward. This time, a little play fake. You're trying to get him settled in. Watch how his eyes hang inside for so long. That forces a little bit of a miss, which is inside and high. Another tip interception. That's to a second pick. 
Niners go up 23-10. And uh, Tua still does have Tyreek Hill, and somehow Tyreek Hill always manages to be this open. You know why? Because he's that fast, Greeny. When you see him on the post here, Tua looks away. He throws Tyreek Hill across the field away from Traverius Ward. This is a huge play, and you thought, uh-oh, here come the Dolphins. And then you would think wrong because Nick Bosa is on the <laughs> other side, and here we go. Obvious passing situation. You got backup tackles in for Miami at both spots versus one of the best edge rushers in the league. San Francisco's defense was dominant. So Tua turns it over three times, and the 49ers win again, and they look so good in so many different ways, and none of that, unfortunately, is the story. Jimmy Garoppolo, you said it, just can't catch a break, and the numbers are simple. We can put them on the screen. When he plays, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. It's as simple as that. So I would ask you the question, R.C., are their Super Bowl hopes now done? They're not done, but they are different. This is a team, if you ask me last week, I think is the biggest challenger to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And I think actually probably starting to move into a place where you think those two teams can be Agreed. even. But it's because of Jimmy G to me. And I know, like, we knock Jimmy G. And everybody knows that Jimmy G, we don't consider him to be in the top tier of the elite. But when you look at what this team has been under Kyle Shanahan, when Jimmy G is under Cinder as compared to not, it's a totally different team. And the reason you go out and you get all these pieces is because you feel you have a guy that can facilitate and get the football everywhere you need it to go. I understand that yesterday Brock Purdy came in and played extremely well. I'm going to say this. Sometimes playing the backup is difficult because you prepared for the starter all week. You have the calls that you think can confuse him and make him and put him in different difficult situations. Now going forward, can we see Brock Purdy be what Mike White was early on in his career? He had the big game and then you see the games with the turnovers. Or does Brock Purdy play this way or close to this way each and every week? And I just don't believe that's something you can predict about a guy this young and a guy with a, a, a limited amount of experience like Brock Purdy. I'm going to say this. I was absolutely blown away by this kid. He came in there against a tough defense, man, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And you look at some of those things, that pass to Kittle in particular, this guy's got to face the, 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 the pressure yep. right in his face. Nobody pressures the passer the way Miami does. They send pressure like crazy. And, and the, I mean, he was so poised. And the other thing that I was blown away by was his preparation. This He's man prepared, was for prepared sure. for the moment. And, and many backups, they all say, I'm doing the work, I'm doing it. No, he did. they really don't. This kid right here was at a different level. And to me, look, he's not going to push it down the field. He's not going to do those things. You don't have to. When you have playmakers like Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Ayuk, all those guys, it's a horizontal offense anyway. Correct. I think the kid will be fine. Dan, I'm not going to suggest that he can't be okay, that they can't still be good. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about winning a championship. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy can't do it. But I am saying that if he does, it will be the first time anything like it has ever happened. No team has ever won the Super Bowl in these circumstances with a rookie who was not a highly touted player coming off the bench and, and leading them to a title. It would be unprecedented. Yeah, I mean, it's not all that different. I mean, a little bit with the Nick Foles, Philadelphia Eagles run. But Nick Foles has had been in the league a long time. Correct, correct. Uh, I, I think this. What do the 49ers ask Jimmy Garoppolo to do that's that impressive? Yeah, big game manager. You tell us. Right, so they're catching the ball. It's, it's play point guard. The same thing they asked the other ones to do for 38 games and they and 9 and 29 yeah, or true. something like that, 9 and 9, whatever it is. But they didn't have a defense that had given up 20 once this year, and that was to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a team that's going to ask their offense to score 20 points. I don't care who they're playing against, and they'll have a chance. 
I like this poise in the pocket. Yeah. I mean, these plays, Rex, this is what you're talking about when you look like a vet. Hang in the pocket, throw the ball over a flat defender. That's beautiful. How about the, our, this is the one to Kittle. Edge, block, edge guy coming unblocked, deliver that ball out into, into space. Move a second-level defender. Throw the, here's the thing. If, if they can continue to get the ball to CMC and Debo and ask them to just play Chris Paul, so to speak, just deliver the ball, I think they'll be okay. All right, I, I want to do more on this game if we get the chance, but there's so many things that we didn't get to or haven't gotten to yet today that I want to run the hurry up here on a few of these others. <clears throat> and Rex, let's stay in the NFC East. Commanders, Giants, a tie yesterday. What the actual heck does this mean? Uh, it puts both of them in the playoffs. That's all this tie does. And, and it's crazy because you look at the team behind them, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, Detroit, who's mm. hot right now. Yeah. They beat both these teams. But now they can't make up all these wins. So this tie was important for both of these teams. I think they both get in because of the wow. tie. They play each other again in a couple of weeks. Dan, how about Justin Fields yesterday in a loss to the Packers? This was Justin Fields' best game as a pro. I mean, you saw the elite athleticism as a runner. And his running God is me. special. RC called it six weeks ago, so to speak. I love the fact that Chicago had committed to protecting him. His greatest attribute as a passer is driving the ball downfield, being aggressive mm -hmm. with it downfield. Chicago is committed to keeping him clean, to giving him the opportunity to do that. All this young man has done is deliver. Chicago, you have absolutely answered the quarterback question. In the meantime, there's a quarterback question now in Baltimore. Man. Lamar Jackson is down with an injured left knee. Coach Don Harbaugh says it's a matter of days or weeks, not the season, till he comes back. One way or another, what does this mean, RC? I mean, you don't want to hear this. This team cannot go far without Lamar Jackson. The only saving grace yesterday was once Lamar Jackson went down, both teams were guaranteed to get backup quarterback caliber play out of the guy on the field for whether it was Russell Wilson or Huntley. When you what? <laughs> That's quite a Russell thing. Russell Wilson. <clears throat> it was Denver they were playing in that game yesterday. Oh, okay, fair enough. I look, like the level of crack, don't you? <laughs> and at the end of the day, truth is an absolute defense, and there's no way to argue against it. Denver is to stink on ice, but that's a different conversation. What can we say about Lamar? Because this is a season that is – we all understand what's at stake for him here. Right. And now, on top of all the ups and downs, and we saw the frustration you know, yeah. sort of bubble over last week on Twitter, and now this, what, what do we say about Lamar Jackson? Oh, man. I mean, I, I look at this all season I've said that – Man, this guy, he's not turning it loose. Like, to so me, he's pressing. playing he said like he was he's pressing. concerned. Yeah, yeah. That's man. what I see. He's concerned with this contract. So there's not no peace of mind that you would have if you would have taken the contract. And so it's affecting him. It's affecting his play. Now we see the injury. Hopefully it's just like a, 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 a bruised patella or something. But we're going to find the, out. The, I will say this. Daniel, this is why you don't trade the, the backup quarterback. Yeah. And they scored 10 points. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, as a backup I, quarterback can, fu can function. I, I think this, the, the struggles for Lamar in this offense can be boiled down to one person. Once Rashad Bateman went out, yeah. the receiver, this offense has gone very dry. Yeah, he just he, – he, he has no one on the outside, and I just believe he's continuing to try to prove that he can be that quarterback. Holds on to and, the ball yeah, so long. You, you can't be that quarterback without the skilled players on the outside. Right. And what concerns me the most is the one quarterback in the NFL I don't want to continue getting lower body injuries yeah. is Lamar Jackson, and he's gotten another one. Hard to picture – again, off a day where they won the game, it's hard to picture a scenario in which things could look worse, particularly with Cincinnati yeah. in their own division – <laughs> suddenly looking so good. All right, as we continue, the new favorites 
in the NFC are the Dallas Cowboys. After the D in Big D last night stood for destruction. <laughs> hey. I'll tell you who. Small prick. Smarty. Analytics. <laughs> the analytics say Dallas is the favorite. We'll see if we can get into that. Plus, sneaky hembo for Rex. Here we go, Rex. The Eagles are playing great. Which player received the most career MVP votes playing for the Eagles? Wow. That's the question. The answer is next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, or you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals. It is the moment we all wait for every Monday. Sneaky Hembo and Rex. This sneaky guy right here is too darn sneaky. I am a football historian. I'm just going to say the Miami Dolphins. That's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Atlanta Falcons. Saquon Barkley. Frank Gore. It ain't even close. It's Mike Zimmer. That's right. My God. Yes. I own you. He's a little, little man. All right, here we go. Sneaky Hembo uh, is a crazy Eagles fan. Here comes an Eagles question with Jalen Hurts very much in the MVP conversation. Which player received the most career votes for MVP as an Eagle? Yeah, first off, can I uh, give a shout-out to my backup quarterback that I put in to make myself go 12-0? I got you. I got you. Dan Orlovsky hit that Hembo, so I'm 12-0 going in. Before I get this one Great right. coaching. Are you kidding me? Great My coaching. dad coached this guy. Randall Cunningham. Stop. What oh! 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 It's domination. Did you forget you're a big Eagle fan? Oh, by the way, I think something dad. Look at it. The Eagles tie. I got the Eagles tie. Coach the Eagles? Yeah. My dad coached him? I think. Give it to him, Rex. It's time. What do I have? What you got for him, What is yeah! 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 That's it! Yeah! Stop 
this the thing. The 72 this Dolphins are nervous. This man just came yeah. off a 13 hour flight, him Okay. Oh. All right. 13 no. hour Three. flight. And a 13 hour flight. I'm coming off my bye week. I'm ready. He, he actually, he has not gotten one wrong all oh. season long. This one felt a little easy. His dad, Dolphins. big coach, Randall Cunningham. Okay. In the meantime, Eagles won early yesterday. Now let's show you the Cowboys <laughs> last night. If he didn't stay up to watch Sunday night football, and especially if he didn't stay up to the very end of the game, you missed a lot. All right. Early on, Cowboys Colts. Danny Cowboys trailing three nothing. Yeah. Here comes CD Lamb. The story of the game for their offensively for the Cowboys. Motion CD. You get him on a shallow cross. He lands on the defender. Walks in for a touchdown. Great awareness by him early on. Now we're a minute left in the second. Colts are down by only one point, and they are driving in the final minute, looking like they're going to take the lead, and then this happens. Yeah, it looks like Matt Bryan changed the play at the line of scrimmage. Calls double slants. The cover two corner. Brown stays inside. Levick drives, ball goes up in the air, huge takeaway at the end of the first half. So, and, then, and it sets up this, Prescott, Gallup, 21-13. Yeah. Get outside the pocket, wide receiver continue to scrape along the field with me, walking touchdown. Huge change at the end of the half. Third quarter, same score, Colts are right there. Alex exactly, and yeah. that's the point, uses his big body one-on-one, create a ton of space for him, great contested catch. 21-19, the Colts went for two and didn't get it. Same score in the fourth, third and ten, Dallas, C.D. Lamb again. Yeah, it's just a shallow cross, Ooh. make the tackle, it's a field goal, Ooh. he makes a couple guys miss, gets down to the two or three yard line, then they go with the goal line fade to Michael Gallup at the top of the screen, Dak puts enough touch on it, back shoulder touchdown. That's his second touchdown of the night, Gallup, 28-19, next drive for the Colts. Again, they look like they're going to try and move the ball, and then boom, it comes out. You love this first down play call, a little tight end screen. Dallas's defense rallies to it, pops it out. Not only does that, scoop and score. And just like that, the game gets away. If you woke up this morning and all you saw was the score, you thought, oh, the Cowboys blew him away. That was me. This was a game most of the <laughs> night. And then here we go again. Ryan picked off again the Cowboys with a turnover. Yeah, really good sticky coverage on third down. you got the outbreaker that's behind and high. Take away for the defense. And now, if you're looking to salt it away, why not bring mm. in the shaker? How about the moves oh, from like Tony it. Pollard taking it to the house? Huh. The speed, that, the perimeter speed that he brings to their offense is different than anybody else. Uh, so, Jeff, Saturday, a frustrating fourth quarter as the Cowboys score 33 in the fourth and wind up winning 54 to 19. Oh. So, again, you wake up, you think it's a blowout. Now, here we go, Ryan Clark. I don't know what you want me to say to you, but these are our football do power you, index do numbers. You, are, do you run the analytics group? I have nothing to do with the analytics group. These are not people who pay any attention to what I think. And they think that the Cowboys are the likeliest team to represent the <laughs> NFC in the Super Bowl. And they are the likeliest team to win the Super Bowl. What do you say to that, Mr. Clark? <laughs> I say they watch too much damn get up. Because that is not true. I, I get it, Greeny. Listen, you are persuasive. There's a reason that you are a Hall of Famer at what you do. But the Cowboys are not the favorite in the NFC. The Cowboys are not the team that should be favored to win the Super Bowl overall. When you look in their own division, there's a better team right now. There's a team with a better resume. No, I will say this, Greeny. Yeah. It is getting more likely. And if I were Stephen A., I would be sitting here going, this is exactly what I want. This is what I want. Because, <laughs> because we know that in the end, they what will let you down. Wrong. What can go wrong will, will go, go wrong. wrong. Like that that's what we're starting to see. And I heard you heard Dan say in the first hour, if this team doesn't make it to the NFC championship, it's the greatest disappointment this organization has had in the last 25 years. Yes. And I absolutely believe that. Yes. But I still believe if they get there, they're playing a team that's better. They're playing a team with a better quarterback, a team that we can watch run the football better than they came. And that has been more consistently themselves. 
The Dallas Cowboys have made this interesting. The Dallas Cowboys right now are the second best team in the NFC. But whether it's analytics or it's Las Vegas, we have to end this love affair and get real. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Can I very quickly say three things, and those three things are OBJ. The Cowboys have OBJ in there today, and I think he won't get out. No. He what won't does that get mean. He's he will not get out. He's They're going to add Odell him. Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. will be a Dallas Cowboy. And when I watch what happened yesterday, I watch what happened with the New York Giants over the weekend. And knowing this is the last place he's going to go, there's no way Jerry Jones lets Odell Beckham Jr. out of this building mm. if winning a championship if it is his goal this year. Yeah, so no, absolutely. And it'd be, I think it'd be scary. If this guy comes back, he's half the player that we've seen before, mm-hmm. that it's going to be absolutely scary. The other thing that's going to be scary is you get the big left tackle back, mm. Tyron Smith. So now you can kick that, the rookie who's played extremely well down to left Inside. guard, which they're yeah. training him for right now. Yeah. I think they're going to be good. By the way, Daniel's the I only one I love not impressed with Dallas yesterday. And they scored 54 points and he wasn't impressed with that. So I'm going to come to Dan in one second, but let me just ask you, because we're, we're sitting here, we're talking right. Dallas and Philly, and again, with the terrible injury to Jimmy G, that maybe to some degree this feels a little bit like a two-horse race. You know championship defense. Right. Which one of them has the defense you trust to ride to a Super Bowl with? The Cowboys or the Eagles? The Eagles. And I'll tell you why. I think they're, they're showed – when they added those those two big tackles, defensive tackles, mm-hmm. and a pass rusher in Robert Quinn, I think that gave them the edge. They got two corners that can turn the ball over. The Cowboys bother me still about if a team's really committed to running the football, uh, by the way, which the Niners can do mm-hmm. and which the uh, Eagles, Eagles can, can do. do. So, to me, that's the only question I still have with Dallas. I would not sign o- Odell if I was the Cowboys, by the way. I think that's a mistake for them. Um, I think yesterday – Wait, why is it a mistake? Because I think this offense is a tight end-oriented offense. I think that's when they're at their best. And I watched Dak here in the last four or five weeks. Like, that interception he throws last night is a forced ball to Michael Gallup just because it feels like they're trying to get Michael Gallup involved. And I think that they'll do the very similar stuff with Odell because they, like, they'll think, well, he changes our offense. That's what my concern is, reality. I, I, there should have been another forced interception. I, don't, I think they're a tight end-centric offense, and that'll take them off the field. Last night, what was impressive about the performance for you guys? I think CD made some nice plays. Yep. That was cool. The quarterback wasn't incredible. The run game was pedestrian outside of getting the ball to the perimeter to Tony Pollard late. The defense was opportunistic in the fourth quarter, but the, I still sit here as a quarterback or an offensive guy and go, I'm going to just try to throw as many balls opposite Trayvon Diggs as I can and see yeah. if you can stop me. And that's where I feel. Like, yeah, listen. And that's what I feel about the Cowboys. I was unimpressed with them. It's not about being impressed with the night, Dan. It's about watching this team throughout the season and seeing where the Dallas Cowboys fall in the pecking order of the NFC. I still think they're very good. I still think they're a top three team in the conference. But I think that when they have played their best or their most consistent – Philadelphia is still a notch above, and San Francisco is still a notch above. I will still place San Francisco a notch above, even with Brock Purdy, because I think their defense is more consistent. Okay. I love you more than life itself. That's the insane. All right. In the, <laughs> in the meantime, speaking of which, you can make fun of me. I'm the only person I know who thinks this is real. I have to show it. Everyone in the world is talking about it. Steph Curry, yesterday, they post this. So this is Steph. I just if, if this is fake, it's possible. He's no, going to make five in a row. He's oh. going to make five of these in a row. No. Just from there, launching them. You tell me, 
Everyone here is telling me this is fake. No shot, this is real. I'm not gonna lie. I almost posted it on my story and asked like question mark. Oh, I would real. I would be impressed if he could hit the backboard from there twice in a row. That would be impressive. Yeah, and then one of them went off the backboard, so I was like, oh, Wait, they didn't all go in the same this way. Was real? Yes. Am I the only one who thinks here. it's real? I don't think it's real, but I did have a question. Because Steph Curry's that good. Steph Curry's that good. How do they do this? If so, then this is like the most ingenious. They should win an Oscar. Because it's so perfectly edited. You know know what this is from? This is from Dude Perfect. This is Dude Perfect. No. I mean, well, I, dude, perfect is perfect because I believed it. I don't oh, know. Man. I've already been accused this morning of being on drugs and whatever else. Because you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> I believe. You smoke crack, Sam's? That is real. As, as we continue, Burrow was beyond brilliant in his showdown with Patrick the Great. Dan's going to show you exactly why the Bengals quarterback has the ultimate cheat code. And then, RC explaining his tweets, including one moment that was the worst of my entire week. And if you knew about my week, you'd know that was saying a lot. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's time for Ryan Clark to explain his tweet. Get in the gym, bro. Well, I just got buffalo chicken dip. Baker. Baker. Bruh. Lord. Lord. As everyone laughs, laughs at the way I read your tweet. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. <laughs> All right, it is that time of the week we all look forward to. RC, the best Twitter follow there is, especially on NFL Sundays. And here are some of the things that he tweeted yesterday. Number one. Dear Titans, my name is Arthur Wong. I spent the last few years with you. I made Ryan Tannehill look good for a while. You put a price tag on me, and that price wasn't my price. Now I'm cooking, y'all, and everybody else. Also, my bestie about to win the MVP. AJ, out. RC, explain. Listen, AJ Brown said it. You know what? This week might be emotional, and I know some of the people there might hate me, but then some are going to love me. Guess what? Don't none of them love him no more. (laughs) AJ Brown went absolutely nuts yesterday. And here's the cool part about playing for a coach like Nick Sirianni, who you can tell has a little bit to him. He was mad with the coach because Frank Wright wasn't there. He made sure A.J. Brown got off. He went for 40, got a touchdown. They called it back. Let's go out and up and do it again. Oh, you got a backup on you? Man to man? Let's give him the goal ball again. And it also helps when your homeboy's the quarterback because he feels it too. He like, you know what? We're about to go back in here and show them why they should have gave you 100 mil and I'm glad the Eagles did. And, and, and yesterday, yeah, Tennessee, boy, did they miss him in the biggest of ways. All right, next tweet. Sorry, Greeny. Smart thinking, Jets. Let's throw it to the guy they won't expect us to throw it to. Well, that's why they wouldn't expect it. RC, 
Explain to everyone else, explain that to me. You know, Michael LaFleur, I know what he was doing. He was like, guys, I got it. Here's what we're going to do. Garrett Wilson is cooking them, right? So what they're going to think, Greeny, we're going to throw it to Garrett. Yeah. No, we're not. We're going to throw it to Barrios. Ha! Got you. And you know what? It worked. He was open because nobody expected it. You know why nobody expected it? Because they shouldn't have threw it to him because he couldn't hold it, Greeny. Greeny, you know what? Yeah. When we play big games, Coach Tomlin would be like, hey, guys, this is an A-player game. And you know what that meant, Greeny? The really good players had to show up. I like Barrios. Cool haircut. Love the die. Not an A-player. Throw the ball to Garrett Wilson. If you lose, you lose. He holds on to that ball the Jets probably win the Gary game. Gary Wilson would have held on to it. Uh, and it's, it's, he's not the only one. I mean, Corey Davis was having a very big game out there. Elijah Moore is starting to play a little. Don't get me started. All right, one more. Here's one more tweet. Oh, my, Jamar. Best incompletion of the year. That's all I just show this one. Oh, my gosh. You know why Jamar Chase was on the Twitter talking about put some money on it? Because he can do this. He's been at his house, guys. He hasn't even been able to practice until last week. It does not matter because these right here are official. Hey, Greeny, you remember in the preseason of his first year? Oh, Jamar can't catch. Yeah. He can't see the stripes on the ball. The stripes make it hard. He don't need no stripes, Greeny. You know why? Because the only stripes he need is Tiger stripes, Greeny. That's it. <laughs> All he needed, Tiger Strikes. He was a baby tiger with Mike the Tiger at LSU. Now he's a Bengal Tiger, and it don't matter. It's the same result. You put one person over there, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. Okay. You smoke crack, don't you, Greedy? It was a spectacular catch that did not count in a game that his team would wind up winning anyway. Dan, get in here and solve this thing. So, so let's show everybody. Joe Burrow has now beaten uh, Patrick Mahomes three times in the last calendar year. Show everybody how he yeah, did it. The game-winning third-down conversion and the game-winning touchdown, okay? Now, everyone's got to understand the Bengals love to live in what we call 11 personnel. That's one back and one tight end. Everybody at home. Pay attention to where that tight end is lined up. Now, third and four, down in the red zone, nine minutes to go. If you're the Bengals, you're going to design everything for Jamar Chase. RC just said you put him one-on-one -on -one by himself, and you're going to throw him the ball. And you tell your quarterback this. If this safety comes down at all, we're throwing that one-on-one -on -one route. And if this safety then goes up at all, well, that's two-on-one, and that's not a good situation for us. They would be double-teaming our best receiver. We're not going to throw him the ball. Now, if it's not going to be Jamar Chase, who's it going to be? This is where this tight end comes into. We're going to switch the tight end and the receiver. We're going to put our receiver, Tyler Boyd, at the number three spot and our tight end outside at the number one spot. What that does is this. They are going to force Kansas City to play coverage with their cornerback on the tight end. Great. Waste your corner on my tight end. I don't give a rat's rear end. I'm going to take your middle linebacker, and he's going to have to cover Tyler Boyd on third and four. This is a great design by the Cincinnati Bengals. You realize, look at that safety now goes back. There's that two-on-one. This corner's covering my tight end. Wasted space. Boyd is going to run a jerk route right at that linebacker. Separate, even though he's got decent coverage. There's the conversion. Joe knows the defense is giving me this in this moment. Give him one yard of separation. Conversion on third and four. Now what they're going to do is what we call a little break snap puddle. Joe Burrow's going to get his guys right after the conversion on third, first and goal, right? They're going to break their huddle at the very last second. Coach, why are they doing that? This is why. Jamar Chase and the receiver, at Jamar Chase, the receiver is going to line up in the backfield, okay? Chris Evans is lined up where Jamar Chase is. 
Again, I'm flipping my personnel. What's going to happen is this. Kansas City doesn't adjust. They're actually going to cover Jamar Chase with a defensive end. He actually does a decent job, but this is the tailback, Evans, right there. He's going to run a shallow cross through all of this traffic. The reality is this, and RC knows it. These guys are going, wait, 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 where's the receiver? I'm supposed to be covering a receiver. I'm not supposed to be covering a tailback. Watch everybody on the defense for Kansas City. They all get left behind up here. This guy's going to scrape wide open on the shallow cross, and then it's game-winning touchdown for the Cincinnati Bengals. Third down, flip the personnel, get the matchup. First and goal, break the huddle at the very last moment, flip the personnel, walk-in touchdown. Credit Zach Taylor, credit Brian Callahan, and the only reason they do it, because they got the guy quarterback that can. Yeah, so bring everybody in. And we spent the, the, the top of every hour of our program today talking about Joe Burrow. And he is just magnificent. That is such a good description of how good they have been. And I feel like all season long, as we put the numbers up there, we've been talking about Kansas City, Buffalo, Kansas City, Buffalo. The question is, is Cincinnati now a team that has crashed that party? Well, our analytics, wow. they're not ready to say so yet. They still have Kansas City at 41%, the Bills at 35 and the Bengals at only 9%, as you see. They have just the four. Uh, they have the four losses, so they have less of a chance of being the one seed, and that is obviously so disproportionately important in all of this. So I ask the question, because every now and again, and I think that right now in the AFC, it's worth doing. If you had to bet your house, bet your palatial estate, you got a bigger house. I got Rex first. Rex, that huge house you live in, you're always yes. excited talking about a golf course you live down there. Yeah. You got to bet that house on one team to win the AFC this year. Well, you got I feel way better about betting RC's house on <laughs> So I'm gonna take Buffalo. Bet RC's house, Buffalo. Why? Because number one, they're gonna get healthy on defense. Right now, I, I get it. Yeah, People Vaughn, have oh. some questions. They get healthy, they have more depth than anybody uh, in the league at rushing the passer in the fourth quarter, and you have Josh Allen, who's an absolute beast. Give me the Bills. Orlovsky, which team are you betting that, that I know how excited you are? You live in Connecticut, your home state, everything. Take New England. Couldn't be better. You've got to bet that house. The Buffanati chills. <laughs> so, you, so you go and sit the end of the I'm going to take the Bills. I, I took the Bills um, in the preseason. Uh, as, as much as I get concerned about some of the stuff, maybe the lack of running the game, they started to run the football a little bit more. I agree with Rex Tredavious White coming back at corner huge. and That's playing huge. healthy in big-time football is a big deal. Um, James Cook. Playing more and more, Josh Allen's ability. I, I still think this is a three-team race, but if I had to pick one for my very pedestrian home in Westport, I would pick the You best. know what, guys? I, I didn't want to bet the house, and I was going to put question marks up, but I have changed my mind. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, go ahead. I like it. If I, had, if I had to pick one of these teams to win, I think the way that their quarterback is playing down the stretch, he's showing that he, he belongs uh, in the conversations with the Allens and the Mahomes. I think Luana Rumo and what they can do defensively with both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, mm -hmm. the way that they're so multiple, I think they could give those guys trouble and at least make them think a little bit. And I believe when you look on the outside with the skilled players they have and what they learned for four games with – out Jamar Chase is going to be the thing to me that puts them over the top. Uh, yeah. The Vaughn injury is everything for Buffalo. If Vaughn doesn't come back, it takes them out of that conversation more than likely. If he come, if I was Buffalo, I'd go to o, go get OBJ. But um, he, that's everything. Well, and it appears he's going to one up in Dallas. And and here's the, the premise of the question doesn't apply to me. If you saw my house, you know no one would bet it. But what I will say is. Uh, wow. Th that, Whoa. That, that, that was meant to be funny. I got no comedy whatsoever. <laughs> hey, I've been sick hey, all week. Some comedy is just true, Greedy. <laughs> <pretty. laughs> 
<laughs> but all my life, I've wanted to see the Jets on that screen, and so let's finally do it just once. I put the Jets up there. You know what? Because this is the closest they felt since you were the coach. They have a chance. Yeah, which right? is many, many, many years ago. Let's give them a chance. All right. Uh, we have more to do as we finish up here. Tough room. Uh, first take is coming up next. I've never, seen, I've never seen your house. That was the, it was the funniest thing I could think of to say. Uh, who had a more impressive win? Cowboys, Eagles, Jimmy G's injury and more. Molly, Stephen, A. Made Michael it good. Top of the hour. Hey. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, don't forget Monday Night Football tonight. Brady and the Bucks, Kamara and the Saints, 8 Eastern on ESPN and Deportes and the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli are on ESPN2. Coverage starts with Monday Night Countdown 6 Eastern. And as we take a look at our picks, Tampa's a three-point favorite. Uh, everybody here likes Tampa, except me. The Saints always seem to win that game. Now, a moment ago, I told a joke. It fell on deaf ears. Even though we're it was always, funny, Greeny. We always laugh at Dan's jokes, so let's see what we do. We'll do a little better here. Dan, be funnier than me. <laughs> All right. We're in the Christmas season, right? Christmas season. <laughs> He's already laughing. This is going to be good. Christmas I season. It. I feel All it in right. my nuggets. All right. <laughs> what would we call Santa if he filed for bankruptcy? What would we call Santa if he filed for bankruptcy? Hurry up! St. Nicholas. <laughs> and we didn't Greedy's joke was better. <laughs> Greedy's joke was better. First take starts now. <laughs>